Get your label makers ready because we are going to dig into the home organization topic. And I think when we're done, you're going to want to do nothing but organize. You're listening to Welcome Home to the Suburbs. Designing a new home to be your family's sanctuary can feel impossible during the stress of moving. In this podcast, interior designer Jill Kalman shares practical advice, design wisdom, and lifestyle tips for anyone moving to a new home. You'll learn all about the psychology of a well-designed home and how to survive the move and thrive in your new life. Say goodbye to overwhelm and hello to a home you love to come back to every single time. Here's your host, Jill Kalman. So today on the show, I have professional organizer, Anna Oliveira of Top Team. Anna developed her business based on her own life experience of having to juggle and multitask successfully between work, home, and parenthood. Boy, does that sound familiar, right? Anna enjoys helping her clients restore peacefulness and order to their very busy lives. Anna is the utmost professional, and she's so amazing at what she does, and I can attest to that firsthand. She's helped me tremendously in my own home. I think today's episode will bring a lot of good tips to you, and I hope you enjoy it. So here we go. Hi, Anna. I'm so happy to have you here today with me. How are you doing? Hi, Jill. Thanks for having me. I'm doing great, and I'm just ready to talk about all the things with you, but also go back to work, and I hope you, you're probably feeling the same way. Oh, for sure. For sure. And I want to just tell everybody listening that I met Anna through social media. She has such a great Instagram page and stories. And she really inspired me because even though I'm a designer, I was really lacking in some organizational systems in my house and particularly my kitchen, which really is the hub of the home for everybody, to be honest. But I happen to cook a lot too. So my pantry was important and other things. And Later on in our discussion, I'm going to tell you a little bit more about that, but I just wanted to say, and she may or may not know this, but she really is one of my favorite people. And the reason is she is just very nice. She's very kind, but she is such a professional at her job and she's, she does business so fairly. And she and I I think have a lot of similarities in that regard, but she's a wonderful person. And so I'm really happy to have you with us today because I really think you're so professional and so good at what you do. So I think this will really help our, our listeners a lot today. Oh, thank you so much, Jill. Back you're welcome. At you. uh, you're welcome. And I, I think we make a great team. You know, the times that we have worked together at your house, I think we make just the best team. You're great at purging. I'm great at um, helping you purge. And, <laughs> and then <laughs> establishing all the systems was really fun. And I'm so glad you still like using and um, taking advantage of all the work that we put in. Yeah. Yes. It's amazing. And so, you know, a lot of times I will, if I don't know somebody and I've hired them for my house and I have a good experience like this, they sort of become my go-to. So for organizing, Anna is who I refer all my clients to. So if you're local and then we'll talk, you know, later about she has some virtual programs too. So you really could probably live anywhere. And like I said, her Instagram is full of DIY and all kinds of stuff to guide you. So I think we'll dig in first by talking to our audience about moving. And one of the first steps in moving is getting packed up. And when you're moving from a new home, I think it's a normal thing to start to purge for sure. But how important purging is and probably when we move, we we may not even purge enough, right? I don't know. I don't think there's ever enough 
her, Jane. And I'll tell you for this for so many reasons. I think life is so much better with last. Yeah. It's so great walking into a home where, I mean, I'm at the point that if I walk into anybody's house, any client's house, and if the house is full of stuff or, you know, years of collecting and just bringing stuff in and never purging, I don't get overwhelmed because I can picture the after. So mm. I don't mind at all, but I know exactly what purging and living with last access would bring to anybody's life. So I think there's yeah. always room for purging. I have two kids mm. that are nine and seven. So they have bins. I'll give you an example. They have inside their closets, they have an extra bin with the label that says too small. That means anything instead of telling them to purge. I just tell them if something's too small, if you put it on, it's too tight. It goes to that bin. Eventually that bin is donated. So it's nothing last than purging. I love that. I love yeah, that. That's great. Yes. And it kind of tells them that you don't have to hold on to things. And I tell this to clients all the time, paying a lot of money for an item, for something, for clothing, for bags, for anything. Paying a lot of money is not a reason to keep and being mm. on sale is not a reason for you to buy. So that's a mindset that you, over time, mm -hmm. you get to that point where, okay, I'm not going to bring to my house because it's on sale. It doesn't deserve yeah. a real estate in my kitchen, in my house. So there's never, never enough purging. There's always room for it because we're always bringing stuff in. Like every time you go out, you're ordering online, you're buying in store. There's always stuff hand-me-downs. There's always stuff coming in. So true. And I think I had heard something a while ago that like, you know, if it took you X amount of years to accumulate all this stuff, don't think you're going to just purge it all in one day either. You know, because no. like you just said, it's every day and years and years of building up. Like you said, we're always coming in with things. And I, I will say, I think this time right now under quarantine, I think we're all realizing how little we do need and living with less is so much easier. I mean, yeah. I had started some spring cleaning right before quarantine and then, and that was great. And I was doing some purging and organizing. And now under quarantine, I'm like, it's even more intense for me of like what we don't need in this house anymore. Mm -hmm. And you're surrounded by it. You're there, you know, 24 hours now. And you kind of realize the things that are suffocating you to be around and think mm -hmm. that you're, you look around and you're like, oh my gosh, it really brings me joy every time I walk over that little corner of my house and it's organized. I tell my clients, when you see a tiny little corner of your house, and you are probably a great example too. As soon as we did one drawer, like kitchen drawer, you're like, oh my gosh, I need this all over my house. Because you're blind to all the stuff until you see less stuff. So um, true. Right? It's yeah. Kind of it kind of opens your eyes. And first, it's great to give stuff away. I'm not affiliated with any association. So I tell clients, I just need it out of the house and out of my car. It doesn't matter if it goes to Goodwill or uh, um, or different organizations. I do I the try, same thing. Yeah, I try to, to reach out those organizations. But if it takes me four or five days, it's not worth it. I would just, you know, donate it. And plus, I don't like to leave piles of donations in clients' house because there is a good chance that they go 
over that pile and bringing stuff back to the house. Yes. <laughs> My family is famous for that. Famous. And if you have young kids with toys, I remember when they were little and I was like weeding out the toys and I'd have a little pile in the garage I needed to run to Goodwill with it or whatever. And one of them would see it and be like, why are you getting yeah. rid of that, mommy? And, and it's like, oh sudden, my God. All of a sudden, that <laughs> toy that was sitting there for like seven months becomes this whole thing. Yeah, I know. I know. It- It's so funny. But yeah, so you think too, there is a, I remember too, one time when you were working with me at my house, you said, you know, people really do need to be ready to do this. Mm -hmm. And I was saying in my business, they do too. So what do you think mentally in their mindset, they need to be ready? Purging is probably part of it because they need to be ready to let go, right? Yes. And um, one time someone asked me, what was the perfect client, right? Yeah, and I, and I said the perfect client, and I still think the same way is the one that it's ready. Uh, it's not the one that who's paying you more, or the one who has the biggest job is the one that it's when you walk in and you come with all your ideas and you share, you know how much excitement because I get really excited for the outcome and how people are going to live after I leave their house. Yeah, and so yeah. I think the perfect client is always the one that it's like. I'm overwhelmed. I need your help and I'm ready. Not the one who's offering you more hours or more money or no, it's the one that's a hundred percent ready. And there's all kinds of clients. There's some that are like, I don't even want to put my hands on. You do from beginning to end. Some like to be with me and make decisions, especially if we're dealing with paperwork or closet, which involves a lot of purging. So all those things, I do need the clients to be by my side, not the whole time, but by my side, Yeah, definitely the ones that are ready, you know, they have their mindset, you know, this is overwhelming, the stuff is taking over my house, or it's blocking me from having a quality of life that having an organized house and living in an organized environment brings to your life. Yeah, that's so good to talk. Yeah, blocking because, and so many of the things you just said resonate so much with the same thing from my end because the client who's ready to have me help, the client that's open and ready to do that is in a much better place to start. It is regardless of budget or whatever. It is a mindset of being willing to have somebody come in and help you. And it's funny because with what I do too, I have people who have attachments to furniture and rugs and things that don't work in their house anymore, Mm -hmm. but it might've been a family members. And even though they don't like it or they don't want it in their room, they have a really hard time separating from that. So I try to, especially because those things are so big and massive, you know, and sometimes they just don't work and you could be moving too from a smaller place to a bigger home, but it still doesn't work in the new home. And I try to say, is the furniture really representative of that person? Or is it really your memory? And is there something smaller you have? Because that can be a struggle too. But it's so funny, everything you say really resonates with my philosophy and what I do too. And and yeah, your home can block you if it's not organized and designed properly, for sure. Exactly. And yeah. plus when you come home, like we're we're home now, but I'm yeah. looking forward to not being home all day pretty soon and actually help people love being home. Because I tell my husband all the time, I said, I love, love. There's something about coming home for me, you know, have a full day of work, helping people, doing what I have to do, working, 
and bringing the kids, you know, where they need to be and then yep. coming home. There's something yep. special about it when I walk in and I don't see clutter. Yep. It's definitely a mindset, but it brings me something more than joy. I think everyone works so hard. You know, you pay mortgage, you pay rent, and you work for that and you deserve to stay and come home to an environment that you're actually enjoying. Because I know during this time, this difficult time that we're in, there's a lot of people who are not enjoying being home. I know. Right? I know. It's true. And it's really a challenge at this time for sure, because we're just surrounded by it. I do think, like you said, when we do start to go back out to our routines at some point again, having the designed house is also equally important because our lives are so frantic and busy when that's happening. Mm -hmm. And you're kind of like running around, running around all day. And yeah, you want to come home and sort of, I say like, have your home give you a bit of a hug. And I feel this sort of level of comfort coming in and just, it's the place you can let your hair down at the end of the day. So in both scenarios, what we're living through now, which is just really bad, but even when we go back to normal, it's really important to support emotionally and functionally what, what we're all doing in our life. So for sure. And just um, to add something about the whole purging mindset is it's funny that when you have all that stuff inside cabinets and inside closets, you don't see it, right? Yeah. So you know it's cluttered, but if you shut the door, you can kind of live with it. But when I walk in and I start, this happens a lot in kitchens, right? Kitchens and bathrooms and usually closets too. We start bagging up all the stuff that needs to be purged. If kitchen, it's because it's expired or it was bad, different reasons. If it's closet, it's because it doesn't fit anymore. It's not your style anymore. So once you see all those bags right? All those boxes full of donation. Some people have a hard time understanding. And I try to remind them before I take all the stuff out just to avoid that to happen again, because it's not because I went in and did my, what I had to do that it won't happen again. Right. Yeah. So I try to remind them that all that stuff was once money in your account. It was money in your pocket. It's not worth paying someone to come and do any organizing job if you're not ready to not bring the same amount of stuff inside. So it doesn't doesn't make sense for me to take three bags of toys if you're buying your kids three bags of toys tomorrow, Right. right? So same for kitchen, the whole purging in every single area of your home comes down to saving, saving your time and saving your money. This applies to every single corner of your home. It's so true. Yes. And I'll, I'm going to talk about my example in a minute because that helped me too with grocery shopping and things because I cook a lot. But um, mm-hmm. do you have, before we go into the next subject, so I suggest to my clients about packing for organization, like there's some great labels. If they don't want to use those, they're from Amazon. They're not too expensive. They can even mm-hmm. take a marker. But having everything labeled really well for the move is important. Do you have any other packing tips for people for moving that help when they get to their new place? Yes, 100%. So the best way to pack is it involves our first topic big time. Purge before you pack. Don't wait to make a decision when you get to your new place. It doesn't matter if you're downsizing or you're upgrading. It applies both ways. Purge before you pack. Make sure if you don't have the right labels, if you don't have a moving company, if you're not hiring someone to pack your stuff, if you're packing yourself, make sure you bubble wrap fragile stuff. Make sure you bubble wrap and use a marker, a Sharpie, 
whatever you have, but label things. You won't remember. I'll tell you this again. You won't remember what's inside the box when you get to your place if you don't have a label. Yeah, it's true. And sometimes you can even put what room it goes in this way when the movers, um, you know, and because you may have like, I know when we upsized from where we were living, like we didn't have a proper dining room. So Mm -hmm. I had to pack up certain things and say, I labeled the box dining room so that when the movers got here, they put it in the new dining room. So label it to the new rooms that you have in your new house. Yes. Usually the boxes, like moving boxes, if you're buying any typical moving box, it comes with a pretty standard on the side of the box. It says what room and what's in it. So you mm-hmm. just need a marker. Really, it doesn't have to be fancy. It just needs to help you direct or direct the company who's helping you. Yeah. And then I think the next step is, you know, you move in, you have everything labeled, which I think is good because then you can unpack and put things in their proper space. But what you did for me, and I think what is so important, so and we've all probably gone through this, especially if you're creative, but like, it's so fun to go buy bins and organization stuff and try to get everything done. And then it's never really a system. And what I realized with you after we did some areas of my house was I had a system and I know it's a system because we did most of it last October. And the stuff today, if I took a picture, looks the same as the day we did it. Mm-hmm. And Amazing. it's taken like, and by the way, it's taken no work for me to maintain that. Mm-hmm. It has saved me time and it has saved me money. So one example was my pantry and they have pull out drawers, but they're a little deep. So I had a lot of food that was getting sort of stuck to the back that you didn't see. So when we, when I went grocery shopping, because I'm running to the store in and out between clients and, you know, things are busy, right? Mm-hmm. I was duplicating a lot of items and not knowing it. And you explained to me how that's just like so wasteful and a waste of money, mm-hmm. which of course we know that is, but we're busy. We grab stuff. But now the way my pantry is organized, I see so clearly every day when I'm in there that when I'm in the store, I know like just, vi- again, I guess, cause I'm visual person, but like the pasta drawer, when I pull it out, I remember that was pretty full. So like, I don't even need it. when I'm going through the pasta, aisle, I'll be like, Oh, I have tons in there. Yeah. And then we have my cooking shelf, which has a turntable on it that has my cooking oils, things that, you know, some of the wines I use, the vinegars, whatever. And so when I'm cooking a meal now, I go right to that turntable and grab what I need in an instant. And it's just amazing. And then we did my junk drawer, mm-hmm. which who has had a junk drawer stay tidy <laughs> for more than, I don't know, True. two weeks. My junk drawer is immaculate and it saves me time because if I have to need to mail a quick letter, my mm-hmm. little stamps are there. If I write a quick note, my little pads there with my pen, I put it back away. My scissors are where I need them. My tape measures where I need it. And it's so mm-hmm. easy to put it back. It's not hard. It's and, and so, and it works for the kids too. Like they need the scissor, they need the tape. It's like right there. And then it has its little slot to go back in and it's so easy. Yes. So, yes. so I think too, that once you unpack, it's really important to not just buy a bunch of bins and put some stuff in it, but you have to have a system. And part of that system, I think that makes it impactful and you can correct me if I'm wrong, but having the labels. Yes. Oh, 100%. right. The way we label. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. Yeah. And the, yeah. you're saying when, when you're saying that your system is still in place, that's yeah. exactly what an investment of having a professional organizer come in should reflect after, you know, I leave. So after I left your house, I was hoping that everything would be the same and the system would work. And in the sense of, I want her to save time. I want her to save money because I tell 
my clients and I tell friends who are always asking for tips and tricks, like I hate and I refuse to be a slave of my own home. I Mm -hmm. I refuse to be doing things over and over again. And that's the difference between having a system and Mm -hmm. just tidying up and cleaning up every day. I do clean Mm -hmm. up my kitchen every day, but I don't open drawers and in frustration trying to organize things. The systems are working for me. I'm sorry. I don't work for my house. My house works for me. That's so smart. Right? That's so smart. Yeah. And because I think they said, and you might know the the thing, there's something about we spend X amount of like years looking for stuff. It's such wasted time. Yes. yes. I forget what the number is, but there's some, (laughs) you probably Google it, but it's like we spend all this extra time. It's hours of time when you can't find something. And then you can't find it. You go and you buy another set of, uh, I don't know, whatever, whatever that you need. And that's how clutter grows inside a home. So having everything in place definitely brings a different level of productivity inside the house. You know, it's amazing. So yes. So when you pack stuff, labeling is major. Mm. I tell everyone that I have worked with that labels, I love labels. Everybody knows that if you go on my Instagram page, you will see that I'm pretty obsessed, but not only I had to learn and taught myself how to make vinyl labels because I couldn't keep up buying them from someone who used to cut the labels for me. And it was just not the way I wanted the size. So I bought a label machine, uh, a label maker, Mm -hmm. and I started cutting my own vinyl labels. Mm -hmm. First, because I think they polish off any work, any. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And and if you go on my Instagram page, you will find Jill's pantry. I should have posted like a before with no labels and then with the labels on the pantry. Because the labels are life-changing. And I'll tell you this, I have two kids and my husband who cooks a lot. Mm-hmm. And I don't have to tell them where things are because yeah. the labels do that for me. And plus, when we come from food shopping, I'm talking about the kitchen because that's what we're using the most since we're home. So when we come home, usually I'll have the kids help me put things away and stuff. So if I didn't have labels, it would be easier for me to put things away than ask them to because they would Mm -hmm. be asking me everything, right? Yeah, of course. And so when we come home, they know exactly where things go. In the fridge, same thing. They know exactly where things should go. And I don't have to make decisions. We have so much going on right now. And the last thing I want is make decisions because I'm making really hard and difficult one, uh, difficult ones in the last few weeks regarding like jobs and, you know, my team. So the last thing I want to make is a decision where, you know, a box of crackers should go or. Right. right. <laughs> so those decisions are pre-made. And when I go and finish any job, I'll make sure I'll establish those things together with the client, considering all the, the, the categories and their lifestyle. But I always leave you know, I need to make sure labels are in place because that's the only guarantee I mm-hmm. have that they should follow. It's not my fault if things go bad two months from now, it had mm-hmm. labels. So it is very, very important. And it polishes off. It looks beautiful. 
And you should definitely add labels. Yeah. And the thing about labels too is they can be customized to you and your lifestyle. So like my labels in my pantry could be somewhat different than somebody else's. Mm -hmm. We have a pasta shelf. Somebody else might not. You know, we have a canned shelf. So make them to you. And that's what's great about what Anna does because she'll just make up whatever categories you need. And it's really based on the things that she sees in your home and what you need. Or if you're ordering labels from her, which I'll get to toward the end that you can do that, you can tell her what categories you need, which is so great. Because sometimes you get a pre-ordered set and it may have things in it that don't apply to you and you don't want to just use something that that is irrelevant. But going back to the label too, it makes so it makes for family members to be able to help and put things away and put things back once the system's established. And if you have household help coming to your house, the same thing. Yes, they know yes. where to put things back while you're out running around with the kids or doing whatever. So the system stays in place and works for everybody. So I feel like systems really save time, they save money. And they reduce stress too. Yes. Oh, 100%. Right? 100%. Yes. Yeah. I think for sure. I don't know if there's any benefit I left out, but let me know. But I think those are the main things, at least for me, that mm-hmm. they've created. Yes. And also, you know, categories change, but it's not a reason for you not to invest in labels. And I'll give you a, a, a simple example, right? You have kids too. When they mm-hmm. were little, we used to have different categories. We used to have diapers in their closet and then right. uh, all different things. Baby wipes. <laughs> Baby wipes and all that. I, thank goodness we don't have that anymore. And yeah. I have uh, one less category for their closet. But now right. they have different ones, which are American girl doll clothes and silly, mm-hmm. like, you know, you know, books and different categories. So but electronic not- device, like the oh chargers <laughs> and ear pods, right? Yes. <laughs> those things drive you crazy. Mm-hmm. And you do need to accommodate those. What happens is sometimes I see clients that waited a lifetime to implement systems because they didn't want to invest on that phase of their life, which yeah. was like baby and then toddler. And then, you know, when they start reading, now my kids can read all the labels. So there's yeah. no excuse for them not to follow. But when they right. were little, I used to have the label and the picture underneath. So just to help them identify. Oh, that's smart. That's yeah. so smart. Yeah. For their toddler phase. If you can't go big and really hire someone, it, that's another thing. It's not an excuse to have a cluttered, messy, or unfortunate house. Budget can be worked around. You can find lots of organization products and solutions on Amazon, on Target, Walmart. Work with what you have and for the space that you have. Don't wait until you have the perfect house, the walking pantry that you always dreamed of. Don't wait until your kids have, you know, a big room. Work with what you have. And I tell this, having last fits in any space. If you uh-huh. if you have a mindset that having last is more, yep. more quality of life, more time that you're going to have to spend with your family, this is life-changing. It's really life-changing. It's less time that you're going to be running in circles around your own home that you're supposed mm-hmm. to be relaxing. Like you said, when you come home, you need a hug. <laughs> you want to feel yeah, like, okay. Ho- yeah. Right? Yeah. You do. And and actually, this episode is going to come at good timing because it's coming right after the episode number two that if anyone hasn't heard it, to go back to it because it's about mindset and the home. And it's about how our thoughts create feelings, which create an action, which create a result. And they're all really based on a circumstance. So go back to episode number two because it is about your thinking and how our thinking can oftentimes block us. 
So, and a big part of that. So to recap, I guess I would say that if you're getting ready to move, purging is is the big key. Purge as much as you possibly can. And it doesn't mean you may not purge once you get to your new home because you may realize some things you saved that you thought you needed, you don't, and that's fine. And then when you're getting ready to pack up, we're going to get your boxes labeled. That's really key. And then once you settle in, you're going to want to get some systems in place, whether you hire somebody like Anna Or like I said, her Instagram has a lot of DIY and things that you can implement on your own. So she is available on Instagram and her Instagram handle is topteamct, right, Anna? Yes. Mm -hmm. Okay. And then um, your website, Anna, go ahead and tell them. It's topteamct.com. There you're going to find all the information that you might need to schedule an appointment, either virtual appointment or uh, virtual consultation or in-person consultation. You're going to find my phone number, my email, everything is in there. But the most updated pictures and projects are always on Instagram because it's right away. Yes. And check out her stories too. So there's a lot you can learn from her and I'm sure other social media platforms, but she's really good at directing you. And then she'll even tell you what products she used in something you saw. So you, you guys could go ahead and do it on your own. And now that we're under quarantine, she has now, which I'm so happy for her because I'm a big advocate of this. I've been doing it in my business the last couple of years. She's offering virtual sessions and she's offering labels that you can order. So maybe you've seen one of her stories and you know what products to order and now you want to label them. You just contact her, tell her what categories you need. And she does these, like she mentioned, these custom vinyl labels that are stunning. And she can give you what the options are for fonts and whatnot. And they're great. So that's a nice service right now because while while we're home, we have the time to do a chunk of it on our own and then get the professional polishing of it from Anna, which I think is great. So definitely check out her um, Instagram and web and yeah, she's awesome. So I don't know anything else we forgot. I think we covered a lot and I think that it was really um, like you're always have such valuable information, which is great. We do. We do. And especially on our topic, which is your niche and you're so good at it with the whole thing, you know, moving from the city to the suburbs, make sure you do have a professional, you know, by your side when you're moving it's it can be really really hard moving from a 700 square feet apartment to a 5000 square feet home and it can be overwhelming you do have a lot of space but you have to be careful bringing all the stuff in most families that are moving from the city to the suburbs they're starting a family and yeah. together with that bring you know it brings all stuff well and the um, family's usually growing we usually start yeah we usually have very young families that are growing so mm-hmm. that's all taken into account so this has been great from my home to yours everybody i will see you next week and again be sure to check out anna on social media and her web thanks for coming anna thanks for having me all right <laughs> talk to you soon bye. bye to celebrate the launch of this show I am going to be giving away some great prizes to four lucky winners. One winner is going to get a pair of AirPod Pros, and the other three winners are going to get a $100 gift card to either Serena and Lily, Restoration Hardware, or Amazon.com. You get to choose. So three lucky listeners who subscribe, rate, and review the show on iTunes will receive these. It doesn't have to be a five-star review, although I sure hope you do love this show. I want your feedback so I can create an awesome show that provides tons of value to you. So visit jillcalmaninteriors.com slash podcast launch to learn more about the contest and how to enter. I'll be announcing the winners on the show in an upcoming episode. From my home to yours, thank you so much. 
Thanks for listening to this episode of Welcome Home to the Suburbs. Head over to jillcalmaninteriors.com to learn more about designing a beautiful new home while minimizing the stress of moving. See you back here next week.